debt, fear, relationships, the children, your health, work. When you want to give up and you need courage to continue, take heart and stay tuned as RJ Jackson writes her signature message of hope on your heart. You don't have to live where you're dying and you don't have to die where you're living. Like every show of Conversations on Courage, you'll be informed, inspired, and encouraged to find the courage you need to succeed at home, work, and in your business. Get your pen and paper. You'll want to take notes. And now, your host, R.J. Jackson, The Courage Giver. Hey, now, happy Tuesday. And welcome back to the table. You talk about authentic, down-to-earth conversation. (laughs) Well, we had one last week. As in every week, today is no exception. We got lots for you to talk about today. We have opportunities, encouragement, and inspiration that will cause transformation in your situation. Yes, we have lots more in store just for you. So join us as we welcome mind change expert, Jenny Harklerode, and from our author's corner, Sandra Scott. Stay tuned. Coming up next, RJ brings her special guest to the table for more authentic and down-to-earth conversations on courage. Okay, so before we bring Jenny to the table, let me just tell you a little bit about her. Jenny Harklerow is an author, a speaker, and a mind change expert. Her greatest claim to fame? Well, she's a mother of four and a wife of 23 years. Jenny is a big-hearted entrepreneur and business leader who has built a business in San Diego over 13 years producing double digits in the millions. With the power of the mind, Jenny overcame her past chronic pain, addictions, bad relationships, and unhappiness. Oh, she never knew life could be so sweet until she changed her mind, and that changed everything. Here today to help you change your mind, your perception, and reprogram your mind for for the ultimate success that you deserve is Jenny Harklerow. Join me in welcoming Jenny to the table. Hey, Jenny. Welcome to the table, beautiful. Thanks, RJ. I'm super excited to be here and share with your audience. We are so happy to have you and excited about learning about you and what you do, your passion, and what drives you. So, Let's get started by getting to know you a little bit. I just would love to play my game with you. Are you down for that? Let's do it. I'm down. All right. Let's get down so we can get up, get funky, get loose. (laughs) Okay, either or questions. And so you pick the one that resonates with you best. So let's go for a beach or mountain. Beach. I'm a San Diego kid. I love the beach. Absolutely. Boogie board sunscreen, sailboats, all day. Love it. And you all have beautiful beaches in San Diego, so I don't blame you for loving it, girl. Chess or checkers? 
checkers because it's faster. I'm a go-getter, get-it-done kind of person. I don't want to think about it all day long. So give me some checkers. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all right, coffee or tea? Actually, I am a water girl. I, all I drink is water. So I, I, there's a third option, and it's water, and that's my, that's my drink of choice always. You are my kind of girl, my kind of girl. Yeah. I love that. Water does the body good, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, Netflix or YouTube? I'm a YouTube girl. It's back to that. I like it quick. So, you know, give me a little clip of something funny or inspiring, and I'm good to go. I, I don't sit still too well, so I like it. I like a quick YouTube pick-me-up. Let's <laughs> talk about those movies. Love story or comedy? Oh, that's a hard choice. I kind of like them both. Mm, I'm going to have to go with love story, I think. I'm kind of a sucker for love stories. So, yeah, it's going to have to be love story. My sweet husband of 24 years always lets me choose. Isn't he a doll? So he's been through lots of love stories with me on TV. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> yes. Love story it is. All right. Here's a foo-foo one for you. Toilet paper. Under or over? It has to be over. I, I don't understand the under. It's always over. So if I find some under, I flip it around for people because I think they just got confused when they put it on. <laughs> Come on now. Don't tell me you go around turning the toilet paper. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> No shame in your game, huh? No, no. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's end with this one. Winter or summer? Oh, for sure, summer. Flip-flops and shorts and a sun hat on my garden, and I, I love the warm weather, and summertime is my time. Of course. You're in sunny California, San Diego. Yes, I am. Yes. Awesome. Well, let's go on. Thanks so much for playing. That was fun getting to know you. Thank you. That was a fun game. I've never done that before. Really, I'll have to bring that home to my family and have some entertainment around the dinner table tonight. Sounds like fun. So, yeah. let's hear your story. Tell us a little bit more about Jenny, how you got to where you are. I know you're a speaker and author and even a mind change expert. So tell us, how did you get there? Yeah, I wish I could tell you it was fun and easy, but I got here the hard way. I got here because I spent most of my life in chronic physical pain. And in 2013, I broke my back in a hiking accident. And I was pretty miserable. And I tried everything to heal my back and to heal my body. And I just could never seem to find a solution. It was like as soon as I healed one physical problem, another one would pop up. And I spent so much time with doctors and uh, different healing modalities and spending money on supplements. And I just could never feel good. And I tried the positive affirmations and I tried to be happy and I tried to be pain-free, but it just wasn't working. And with my back, you know, I was seeing a chiropractor and acupuncture, massage and kinesiology and physical therapy, and I was having pain injections and taking pain pills. 
And I just, I couldn't even sit in a chair for years. And so finally, I decided to have major surgery because I thought, surely something is still structurally wrong with my broken back. Even though they're telling me the images don't look too bad anymore, it looks like everything's stable. I knew something was wrong. And I'd had surgery in the past for other problems and it had fixed the problem. And so I thought, I just need to have surgery. So I had major surgery. They put rods and screws and a synthetic disc in my back. And sadly, it didn't help my chronic physical pain. Seven months after the surgery, I still couldn't even sit in a chair. And I was just feeling so miserable. And I was always putting on this show in my life that my life was amazing and happy and great. And I was struggling to keep up that act because of the intense pain that I was in. And I, the doctors told me, you're just going to have to live like this. And I was thinking about this this morning, actually. If you've ever had a baby, it's like if you were in labor and the doctor said, this labor is going to last the rest of your life. It was like, that's not an option. Like, I cannot handle that, right? <laughs> That's the amount of pain that I was in 24-7. And so when the doctors told me that, I, I, I didn't listen. I couldn't listen. I could not accept that. And so I started searching for answers. And I found a medical doctor turned emotional kinesiologist who told me that all my pain was emotional, not structural. And I thought he was crazy because it didn't make any sense to me. I mean, it was my back that was hurting. How could that have anything to do with my emotions? But I was desperate, and I said, okay, whatever you're going to do on me, and let's see what happens. And so we started digging up all my emotional pain of the past and working with the subconscious mind, seeing all, all the past traumas and dramas that were in there, and reprogramming them. And six sessions later... I was literally pain-free. The pain just shut off like a light switch, and it fascinated me. I was blown away, amazed. It was a miracle. How could my emotions have been causing my pain, and how could talking about them and doing some subconscious reprogramming get rid of that pain? I mean, I had been to hospitals and doctors, and nobody mentioned this before. And so I started studying the power of the mind because it was so interesting to me and so fascinating to me. And I had another big successful business at the time in real estate and I literally walked away from millions of dollars because I was so fascinated with this process. So after I reprogrammed my pain, I reprogrammed my painkiller addiction and got rid of that and then I fixed my marriage, and then I transformed my self-esteem, and then I started a new business and programmed myself for success in that and found that. And it was just one thing after the next, after the next. I never knew the power that was in the subconscious mind. And once I found out, now I can't stop talking about it, which is what's going on right now, so I'll be quiet. <laughs> so you can ask me another question. It's fascinating. It is definitely fascinating. Wow. Emotions, the mind. You know, we reserve the right to change our mind about anything and everything at any time, but for some reason, we keep sticking with what we know. What's up with that? You're a mind change expert. 
why is it that we have a tendency to stick to what we know instead of embracing what we deserve? Let's talk about being a mind change expert. That's what you are, right? Yeah, mind change expert, absolutely. So here's what's going on. We have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind. Our conscious mind is in control only 1% to 4% of the time, scientists have discovered. And our subconscious mind is in control 95 to 99% of the time. And so when we consciously make a decision to start, for example, eating right and exercising, and then three days later we're eating donuts thinking, what happened? Do I have no self-control? Do I have no motivation? What is wrong with me? What's wrong is we're not checking in with our subconscious programming. See, our subconscious programming we got from when we were about zero to seven years old when our mind was in a theta state, like a hypnotic state. And we just took in everything we saw and heard and felt as our program. And we're built that way so that life can be easier. For example, we learn to walk and then it becomes automatic. It becomes muscle memory. We just do it. Whatever language was spoken in our home, that's the language we speak because that's what we learned in our house. But this also happens with the language of health and the language of money and the language of relationships. We learn all this. It becomes our programming. And then just like our subconscious helps our heart to beat automatically and our eyes to blink automatically, it helps us to walk automatically. Once we learn to drive, we get that muscle memory down. We can drive across town without even thinking about it. But if we have a program in our subconscious that isn't supporting our health and wellness, uh, maybe somebody told us, you know, that our our child is a sickly child and and that got stuck into our programming. Or maybe, you know, diabetes runs in the family, so we're probably going to get it too. And literally, our cells react to the environment around them. And so we are able to tap into the subconscious which literally, it's like a tidal wave of power. So if you're standing on a beach and a tidal wave's coming, you're not going to say, yeah, I can take it, right? No, you're going to run and hold your breath (laughs) when that water comes and hope for dear life that you make it. But we don't look at that subconscious power so many times in our life. We just try harder. We're like, I'm just going to be more determined and more disciplined, and I'm going to make this work but we're fighting against this tidal wave of power. It's our programming in our subconscious mind. So that is why there's so many struggles with change. It's because we're not, we're not changing, we're trying. And we're trying against a power that is literally overpowering. It processes 40 million bits of information per second. So how do we fight that power? We can't, and that's why change is so difficult. We actually need to change the subconscious programming. So that's what we do at Balance Do. We help people figure out what they want different in their life, and we actually help them reprogram their own brain, build new neural pathways in the brain so that the subconscious supports the conscious goal, and then life is calm and happy and peaceful and easy instead of a battle every day. Now that's some powerful stuff right there, girl. We don't change, we just keep trying. And it's not about trying, it's about making a choice to change. I read a quote that said, people change for two main reasons, 
their mind has been open or their heart has been broken. So mm. let's go with the opening of the mind because I believe in your company, that's kind of what you help people do, have a shift in their mind so they can stop trying and they can change. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. We use a very scientific process, and what the process does is it helps our clients to open their brain bridge. It's called the corpus callosum, and what it does is it keeps both sides of your brain separate. It keeps you in an emotional state or a logical state. And in order to have the most happy, fulfilling life is to have a balanced brain to be in what they call a whole brain state where you're balanced emotionally and logically and you can look at things through those two different filters. When you just have a knee-jerk, I'm upset, traffic, road rage kind of reaction, you're not acting in a whole brain state. So when you're born, you have literally millions, hundreds of millions of connections between both sides of the brain. You have neural pathways that are like a super highway connecting both sides of the brain. And as you grow and develop and learn these programs and patterns that you, you see and observe and take in as your own, you become more one-brained or the other brain. You become more right side or left side of your brain. And in our process, what we do is we're able to help our clients open that brain bridge and build new neural pathways between both sides of the brain. And that literally changes the lens or the filter of how they view the world. And so maybe they were a road rage kind of person before, but now we've asked them, how would you rather be? How would you like to be? And maybe it's calm and peaceful. Maybe it's patient. Maybe it's open and curious. Maybe it's loving and understanding. We help them build that new neural pathway in the brain so that when they're in that situation and someone cuts them off, their brain takes a different path and all of a sudden they're patient and understanding instead of, I'm going to kill this guy, right? It's a different brain pathway, and it's so fast and so automatic, you don't have time to choose. It just happens. And so we help clients to get into that whole brain state where they can literally be the best version of themselves because they're thinking in a whole new way, and they're seeing things the way they want to see them in a whole brain state, not a reactionary state. So I got to make a comment based on your California driving statement. So <laughs> I must go there, girl. All right. You can you can tell you're in California in your example when you said instead of having patience, you want to kill them. Right. <laughs> that yeah. road rage stuff, right? Yep. But I also love how you said in your company – Balance you. You help people fill their brains with giant dreams so that they no longer have space or the desire to fulfill or chase petty pursuits. I love that. Like, who does not want to be happy? Who doesn't want to be pain free? Who doesn't want to live their best life? Everybody does. So here's my question to you, Jenny. Why aren't people coming to you or taking advantage of this? Why are we stuck on still doing affirmations that don't work after we say them 125,000 million times? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, I, I know the feeling. For 20 years, I said, I am happy. I am healthy. I am terrific. Oh, no, I'm not. How come that won't sink in, right? So I think the reason, well, first off, I have to say that people are coming to me. And, you know, I feel that there is a shift in consciousness. And I feel that my my purpose is to share this with the world. I think people don't know about it. And so people like me are out there sharing this passion and this purpose and this power that we have inside of us. And I feel like when people are ready for change, they hear the message. Because so many times people are in the blame game and it's, you know, somebody else's fault that I'm struggling with this or even it's my body's fault that I'm not healthy because something's wrong with my body or I have this condition. But when you start to realize the power that you have, even over yourselves, even over your DNA, you can literally rewrite your genes. I mean, that's some power. And so when you start to realize that, you start to be a little more careful about what you think and what you say because your system is just creating the reality that's in your mind. And so if you don't like your reality, what you have to do is change your perception, change what's going on on the inside, and all of a sudden the reality on the outside will change. So I love telling people about this power and how they can tap into it for success, for love, for forgiveness, for help. You have the power to turn it all around with the power of your subconscious mind. And I am going to be on radio and stages around the world telling that message to anyone who's ready to hear about it and to tap into that power. And that's my purpose. And I'm so thankful that I found that purpose. And I'm no longer doing a job that made millions but wasn't my purpose. Because when you are doing something that's your purpose and your passion, it's a joy every day. I mean, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, yes! (laughs) I get to share this message with more people today and help them to transform their lives and not feel so good. Girl, I know exactly what you're talking about. To be able to get up every day and live life on purpose and enjoy every single moment of it. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Perception. Life is about perception. Positive versus negative. Whatever we choose will affect and more likely produce the results that we're living with. So people are coming to you. That's amazingly awesome. Why don't you tell us, if you can, one of your best client stories that, like, really rocked your world? You know, I had a lady that came in, and she came in regarding some family problems, but she was hobbling in with a cane, and her knee was all taped up. And I said, what's going on with your knee? And she's like, oh, don't worry about that. I need a knee replacement. I got no cartilage left. It's bone on bone. But I'm here for other stuff. Let's work on the other stuff. And so we did. And a week later, she comes back in. And she doesn't have a cane anymore. And I'm thinking, that's cool. What's going on? Your knee's feeling better? And she goes, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. My knee's starting to feel better. I'm like, cool. So we work on some other stuff, nothing to do with her knee. 
The next week she comes in, the knee doesn't have tape on it, and there's like no sign of limping or anything. She's walking totally normal. I'm like, what is going on with your leg? And she's like, my knee doesn't even hurt anymore. I think I'm going to start like walking again. I used to walk like three miles a day. I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm like, but I thought it was bone on bone. I thought, like, what's going on? And literally, I mean, we were working on this family stuff, but she, she ended up losing like 40 pounds. Her knee miraculously healed somehow, and it all had to do with emotions. And it just showed me once again the power of the mind and the mind-body connection when we're struggling with emotions and specifically subconscious emotions that we don't even realize are there, it shows up as pain in the body. And when those emotions are changed, the perception of those emotions are changed, the pain in the body goes away. And because of my story and, and getting out of pain, I have a special place in my heart for people who are physically suffering, and I love to help them tap into what's going on and transform it. And I love, we don't even have to be in person. We can do it online. I can walk them through the process or one of my mind reprogramming experts can do the same. And we don't have to dig into the gore and the details of their pain or drama. We just need to know how they'd rather feel about it. Is it forgiveness? Is it peace? Is it love? Is it understanding? Let's program that thought into the mind instead of panic and fear and anger and see what changes in the physical body and in the emotions, how, how you feel. You know, so many people are depressed and anxious and sad and worried. And it's like all this commotion going on in the subconscious mind. I love being able to help people get free from that. And again, then why? They can live their best life. They can do what they're meant to do and get away from these struggles that are literally chaining them down and keeping them from their purpose. That was Certainly a beautiful story. And one of these days, Miss Jenny, I'm going to be your favorite story. For yeah. <laughs> I can say personally that I did have one session with you pretty much online. And I like that I didn't have to come all the way to San Diego, although I would have loved to come to San Diego. And after one session, just one session, I could personally feel a difference in my legs and in the pain that I deal with that the doctors told me I was going to have to live with for the rest of my life. And this week, I have walked every day, every day, seven miles. What? Oh, my goodness. Yes, Yay. Girl. <laughs> yes. That is miles. amazing. Oh, my yes, gosh. Now, I love this. Good work, yes. RJ. Thank you, beautiful. Now, I used to run 5Ks, bowl, and if you follow me online, you can see I put my pictures out there. I'm coming back, y'all. Watch out for me. Yeah. The other day, I put up a post about me bowling my strike, and I'm like, watch out. RJ coming back. So, yes, girl, let me tell you, I'm going to be your next favorite client story to tell okay get ready yay (laughs) thank you rj you are so welcome hey thinking of telling tell us some words of encouragement that you can leave with our audience to remind them that they don't have to live where they're dying and they certainly don't have to die where they're living but they can take a risk with confidence yeah i love that you know sometimes we don't realize 
the power that we have. We pick up all this baggage, the decades of things that we go through, and the subconscious mind is timeless. So anything that happened in our life that was hard is equally hard at this exact moment in the subconscious mind. And if you add up all the hard things you've been through in your life, there's probably a lot of them. And so if you think of that, like picking up a bag is one of the, one of the struggles, and picking up another bag is another struggle, and picking up another bag. And pretty soon you're just so weighed down. It's like, where's the joy? Where's the happiness? Like, what is going on here? And so I love to share with people that they literally have the power we now know scientifically how to change our brain and get rid of the stuff that's in the mind that's making us feel like we're weighed down and that we're unworthy and that we don't deserve it. We can change all that programming in our subconscious mind and literally live the life of our dreams. So if you want to live the life of your dreams, you can do that. You can start today. And we've got a little exercise that can help you to do that. So if you go to changethatbrain.com, it's a little cartoon of me, changethatbrain.com. You just scroll down, press the start button. It takes you into Messenger. And it's an interactive exercise where you can put down what is your biggest goal and then explain it to your subconscious mind because your subconscious can't create your goal, can't help you live your goal if it doesn't understand it. And the subconscious is sensory. So you're going to have to describe the goal to your subconscious mind in sensory language. The first is visual. What's going to look different in your life when you've accomplished this goal? It's going to ask you that three times to really get a visual. What different visuals will you see when you accomplish your goal? And next is auditory. What's somebody who knows you and loves you going to say positively to you when you've accomplished this goal? And the next one, it's going to ask you, what are you going to say to yourself? What kind, loving thing are you going to tell yourself when you've accomplished this goal? And the next question is, how is it going to feel? Just like one word only. Is it awesome? Is it peaceful? Is it amazing? Is it relief? Like what do you feel when you've accomplished this goal? And you close your eyes and really get into the feeling of how it feels to accomplish that. That way your subconscious mind knows how to help you recreate that. And then it's going to put you on our calendar. You can have a free 30 minutes with my team at Balanced You. And they're going to help you figure out what's working and what's not and what you want different and what resource can help you to reprogram your subconscious mind and accomplish your goals. So the news is you have the power, and you can start right now at changethatbrain.com. And if you missed that, you can always find it on our website at conversationsoncourage.com. That's conversationsoncourage.com. Remember, it's okay to change your mind about the things you once thought you never would or never could. It's important that you live your best life and your first got to believe you can. And as Jenny just said, you got the power. <laughs> you got the power. And I know yes. what you want. And we know it's what you deserve. Jenny, thank you so much for being our guest sitting at the table with us today and reminding us we really don't have to live where we're dying. And we certainly don't have to die 
where we're living. It's been an amazing conversation, and we appreciate you, my beautiful sister. Thank you, RJ. It was a pleasure to be speaking with you today. Jenny said that one of the best things she could have done was to sell her successful business and her home to support her new adventure as a mind change expert. I think one of the best things we could have done today is have Jenny as our guest here at the table. Wouldn't you agree? We have more in store just for you. Joining us from the author's corner today is Sandra F. Scott. Sandra is a native of Eastern North Carolina who now resides in Southern Virginia. Sandra is a dedicated gardener who passionately transforms flower beds, porches, and indoor spaces with thriving greenery and blossoming plants. In her new book, Wisdom from the Garden, 12 Life Lessons to Grow By, Sandra shares practical insights and wisdoms for living from biblical worldview. Join me in welcoming to the table, author Sandra Scott. Well, Miss Sandra, welcome to the table. Thank you so much, RJ. It is my joy to be with you today. Thank you. I'm excited to talk to you about your book, Wisdom from the Garden, 12 Life Lessons to Grow By. It's a book of practical insights and wisdom for living from biblical worldview, including a beautiful, colorful garden of images and the language of gardening. So let's just jump right in, and how about you tell us more about the language of gardening and how it actually relates to life. Well, RJ, the language of gardening is really already familiar to most of us. Most of us know something about seeds, planting seeds, and the soil that you plant it in, and that you have to fertilize the soil, and you have to nourish the soil, and you have to water it, and you need sunshine uh, to help the plants grow. So the, the language of gardening, the way I'm using it, is not going to be technical and extremely botanical, but very practical and user-friendly to those of us who are walking around on this big blue world, which is a garden itself because God created this world and he planted man and woman in a garden to start our, our lives. So the language of gardening is very familiar and um, I think anyone can relate to it, but it relates to life, especially when we're talking about this particular word, weeds. Uh, when we have weeds, most of us know that that's something that we do not want in our garden space. And we have to uproot those things because weeds are very prolific, they are very fierce, and they will take over a lush garden and destroy the beauty of it and destroy uh, whatever we're trying to cultivate in that garden. So there's sometimes there's weeds in our lives that we have to uproot, weeds like habits or beliefs that don't serve us well. So the language of gardening is very practical and user-friendly. One of the words that you mention in the language of gardening, the word seeds. Let's talk about that because everything starts with the seed, right? Yes, 
It does. It starts with the seeds. Uh, in fact, Jesus uh, taught a great parable using seeds, uh, the sower and the seeds in Matthew chapter 13, where the farmer planted seeds. But the farmer threw some seeds, and the seeds fell on various types of soil, a thorny soil, a soil that uh, was rocky, uh, where the seed couldn't take root. And so we need good, good soil uh, for the seeds uh, in our lives to produce a bumper crop of desired results. We need the right kind of seed, and then, RJ, we need to be the right kind of soil, a soil that is receptive uh, to the seeds, what the seeds of encouragement that you so prolifically spread throughout the world, uh, seeds of affirmation, encouragement, all of those things. But if you're not receptive, then those seeds will just, just fall on stony ground, and they will never take root and grow and flourish. So when you talk about the soil, what are some examples of rich soil? Rich soil is a person, I'm going to speak of a person as soil, um, uh, because our, our lives really is soil. We're a landscape, we're a walking garden all by ourselves. Um, and um, depending on how we have been nourished, starting out even as little children with, with love and affirmation and uh, uh, words that um, bless us, like you can do it, and those kinds of you are worthy, you are capable kinds of messages, that really nourishes the soil of who we are. When we have that kind of soil, when we go out in life with that kind of soil already nourished, oh, then, yes, we, we can produce a harvest. We can say, I want to write a book, as I've done. And so when you, have, when you are soil that is uh, reachable and teachable, then you can grow some, some great achievements in your life. And you've already said to us that the gardening is actually related to life. So how did you get to where you are? Yes, my soul was blessed to come up in a, a home that was loving. I grew up in a Christian home. Both parents loved the Lord. They, uh, and I'm, and I'm the, the last seed in the bunch. I'm number 11, the 11th child <laughs> of the 11th seed. Um, and, but I was nurtured um, and um, cultivated in the, the love of the Lord. I was, I was taught, uh, of course, in Sunday school, Christian principles, and, and that type of thing. Went off to college and continued uh, my walk with the Lord. And uh, as I uh, married and, and had children, I taught them the same thing. So I passed those uh, seeds of faith on to them. Um, but as far as my, my gardening story, my mother was a prolific gardener. She grew beautiful flowers, but she also grew vegetables that nourished us, RJ, nourished us through the winter. Whatever mom planted in the garden, she knew how to can them and put them away in those mason jars that some of us remember. And then when she made soup in the winter or stews, she would use uh, that, that crop from the garden to nourish our physical bodies. So I grew up spiritually nourished and physically nourished. It sounds like you've also carried on the legacy of gardening from your mom to yourself to your children. And, of course, life is about legacy. That's why we plant those seeds. 
So what's one thought you would say that most women have when it comes to being in the garden? Like what's a misconception that we have? And really, what's the truth about it? One misconception people may have about gardening, the actual physical aspect of gardening and digging in soil and planting and growing things, is that uh, you have to be an expert uh, to do that. And I can say for myself, I'm not an expert. I'm a self-taught floral gardener and landscaper. Uh, I would read books. Uh, about first of all, I started indoor planting, and uh, from that I began to just test the water, so to speak, and began to go out into the landscape and plant things. And so through those through the years, I began to take pictures of uh, my exploits in the garden landscape and uh, kept a chronicle of those, never knowing, RJ, that I was actually building uh, a file for writing a book and, to sharing the, and sharing those stories many, many years later in my life. And your book is absolutely beautiful. Your pictures are breathtaking. Share a quote with us from your book. My favorite quote is really at the end of the book uh, in Life Lesson 12 is, You really are all that and a bag of chips. God gifted you that way. Just remember who designed the bag and gave you the chips. And put all that flavor on it. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, when I say she is a bag of chips, girl, I'm talking about you. Thank you, RJ. That rich soil, yes, that's what we need. In order to succeed, we need people speaking into our life to remind us there's greatness inside of us, and we don't have to live where we're dying, and we certainly don't have to die where we're living. How can our amazing listeners connect with you, Sandra? The best way uh, is to connect with me through email. My email is gardensforwisdom at gmail.com. That's the word garden with an S, gardens, the number four, wisdom at gmail.com. And they can also go to my Facebook page, which is Wisdom from the Garden. And if you missed that, you can always find it on our website, conversationsoncourage.com. That's conversationsoncourage.com. Sandra, author of A Wisdom from the Garden, 12 Life Lessons to Grow By. It's been amazing having you plant some seeds in our day today. Thanks so much for joining us at the table here on Conversations on Courage. Thank you so much, RJ. It was my extreme pleasure. Did you know that your life isn't like a garden? In her book, Wisdom from the Garden, 12 Life Lessons to Grow By. Author Sandra Scott helps you cultivate the soil of your life and achieve the results you desire. Journey with Sandra, the garden girl, into the landscape of garden wisdom. Purchase a copy of Wisdom from the Garden today. Contact Sandra at gardensforwisdom at gmail.com. Well, what can we say? Another day here at the table on Conversations on Courage, where we absolutely, positively kept our promise to you. 
Not only did we provide you with inspiration that causes transformation, but we provided you with success strategies for healthy and hold relationships. I'm RJ Jackson, the Courage Giver. It's been a pleasure to be here. In the meantime and in between time, keep up your courage, take a risk with confidence, and stay blessed indeed. We'll be here again next week, same time, same purpose. And you, my friend, (laughs) well, you're the reason why. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for Conversations on Courage. Now that you've been inspired, informed, and encouraged, it's time for you to take action. So head on over to thecouragegiver.com. That's thecouragegiver.com. And connect with RJ for a personal conversation on courage. She's waiting to help you take the risk you need to succeed.